The Red Room Theater, Episode 20, Little Shop of Horrors. Red Room Theater, where we watch movies, we love movies, we were raised by movies. We are your host, Ernesto Alanis. And my fast older brother over there just burned through that intro. <laughs> dang, dude. You must have got some sleep. You're like, I'm like, dang, what happened? Micro Machines, dude? Dang. I'm Antonio Marino, dude. That was the cleanest you ever did. Like, she. such a shirt. John Michael Montgomery over here, dude. Sold to the lady in a second row. I don't know. Oh, the Gr- uh, Grundy County Auction. Oh my God, that's a good pull, dude. I want to put that as our intro, but I can't. Okay. <laughs> she got Ruby Red Lips, blonde hair, blue eyes. I'm about to kiss my heart. Goodbye. Who wants to go to the Red Room Theater? <laughs> I'm over here getting ready to say twenty dollars, dude. Twenty dollars. <laughs> so. Um, every week, <laughs> we watch one of the movies to help raise us up. We talk about the movie raises us wrong and raises us right. Today, we talk about the movie Little Shop of Horrors, how it made us sensitive men, but made us want to save the damsel in distress. So let's go ahead and get into the cast this movie first. Thing. An unbelievable 80s, 90s who's who of comedy cast. And people have small bit roles, but they just... They, they just want to be a part of the movie. They come in, they burn, they, they, they burn the world down, they walk off set. I've never been this, like... I can't tell you the last time I watched this movie. Watching it this week, getting ready for the podcast. I... I'm not a musical guy, dude. Like... Jeff and you Henry, dog musicals. dude. Jeff and Henry took me to see Les Mis. You hated and life. At, first of all, I was pissed off because they didn't sell popcorn, and I'm and they're like, it's a, it's this is a theater. I'm like, well, I go to the movie theater all the time, fool. They're like, you can't be crunching while they're doing the big number. I'm like, and then you know, they got wine, they got dude. beer, dude. I'm like, what the heck? Oh, they're like, dang, you could have dressed up. I'm like, dang, dude. But this musical is incredible, dude. The the music is insane. We'll get to the music. Let's go ahead and go through the, the cast. The sets are amazing. Okay, come on, come okay. on. Okay, Rick Moranis. I love Rick Moranis. Only as stinking, uh, 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 besides Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, only a musical would have him as the leading man. Like, oh, it's I, such I, a theater theatrical story. The way he dresses this movie. Oh, like, it's like awesome. A, it's like a vest, like tight, like barely over his pants. He, and, he looks like... Uh, Anybody that's been in a band the last 15 years, what are you talking about? <laughs> um, but just like my boy Matt Walsh, dude. We'll get to, we'll get to Rick Moranis <laughs> later on, but let's go ahead and go to Audrey 2. Audrey 2 is the plant, and it's voiced by... Levi Stubbs, dude. And who's Levi Stubbs? He was one of the singers in the Four Tops in Detroit. Man, his... 
Talk about a powerful voice. And his vocal performance is incredible. Oh. Some of his, like, mocking laughs are... So even, even the way they do the facial expressions in the mouth of, of the, the plant? It's great. Whoa, dude. I, I watched that. I'm that, you know, that practical effects beats CGI at the end of the week. CGI? It, CGI, computer-generated oh, CGI, effects. Big time, Because dude. this thing is old, but the effects still hold up. Dude, the, the way... The the baby plant even smiles. You're like, dang, how the Dude, heck do they Lena do that? Lena and I watched that, and she's like, "What's the piranha plant in Mario?" I'm like, "That's what. That's right." You watched Little Shepherd Horse with Just Lena. Just the opening sequence. Oh, so you're when crazy, she feeds bro. Blood, when he feeds the blood, she's like, "Oh, dang, girl." <laughs> but um, Levi Stubbs, man, he has two songs, and they're both barn burner songs. He yeah. Uh, um, great job. Then you got. Um, I said the four tops, right? Yeah. Okay, good, good. Um, we got Steve Martin, who plays the dentist. <sighs> Steve Martin. Aside from the, some of the best songs in the movie, he is hilarious. In a, okay. I shouldn't laugh at this. As kind a of way. kid, I didn't get this song. I loved the song because yeah. I loved the now speed, <laughs> and I loved the ah no the oh mama oh mama. <laughs> He's in the closet. His face was so funny, dude. Too bad she looked like the meanest mama dude. you've ever seen. But and it's so weird seeing him with black hair. So weird. He looked awesome. Oh. And he dressed awesome. He had black leather pants with a dentist top on. I'm like, dang, dude. dude. As a kid, I thought it was a fun song. But as an adult, he's a sadist. He is sick. He's torturing animals. He, yes, he gets and, off on and torturing. Because he's so sick, she makes him a dentist, which makes this kind of funny because it makes us think dentists are only people who like it to Too do bad pain. when he sticks that needle in and numbs that guy up, he goes, I'm not numb yet. Shut up. <laughs> and you're like, I know that feeling. <laughs> and dentists really are the worst. Dude, oh. I had a dentist up north in the UP, and I was it hurt so bad I was crying. He's like, he's like, shut up, stop being a wussy. And he's and I'm like, I'm like, where's my mom? I'm alone in this room with this crazy man. It was oh my it was goodness, insane. Dude. I got a dude, my dentist in Waterford, Dr. Gantz, dude, she'll crank on you so hard, she'll throw her foot up on the chair, bro. And you're oh. like, oh I make her just hit me with two needles. And I tell her, you can go chill for a minute, drink a coffee so it sits in, dude. Dang. If I feel anything on a nerve in my mouth, it's the worst pain ever, dude. But Steve Martin, he's hilarious. And, and the music's over the top. He's What's driving. his name? It's crazy, isn't it? They don't say his name at all. Do they ever say his name? They have a credit at IMDb. Dang, dude. Um, next, we have Bill Murray. And Bill Murray's role is... He's a masochist. As a kid, didn't get it at all. He's so funny. He, he loves comes pain. In and he is, like, essentially getting off and listening to people screaming in the office. <laughs> he, 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 and then he, that, the girl comes out with that big wire thing on her face. What happened? What did he do? And he's, like, loving it. Dude, it's... It's very it's like so confusing for a child, dude. But it's famous, very sensual, sexual. It's yeah. bad, dude. Like he comes in with his own, uh, his own, his own apron, bib, yeah, and his own mouth things. Yep, ready, dude. Ooh, and you know, Bill Murray is young. This is thirty years ago. This is thirty. What year is this? Eighty six. Yeah. This is 30 years ago, dude. Bill Murray was like 30 years old. Dude, Bill Murray, he he's is so funny. I mean, just like you nasty, said, little though. tiny role. One scene. Memorable is a mug. What's he like? Oh, yeah. He's all he's grabbing him, dude. Oh, yeah. He's grabbing his shoulders and stuff. Like, <laughs> dang, dude. Watch it again. I'm like, this is completely inappropriate. As a kid, though, oh. I thought it was holy. I didn't get it because when he spits out all the, the mouthpieces, like, 
<laughs> yeah, oh, dude, you know what I didn't realize? This is way off topic and really weird. When I got my wisdom teeth taken out, they pumped me with so much gas. And I it, it was, I, I got my wisdom teeth taken out, I think I was a senior. And so and I still hadn't seen Little Shop of Horrors in years, but I remember I was so high from the gas that I had like the the I was awake, but I'm watching the dentist and, and his dental hygienist work on me, but I couldn't feel anything. But what I was seeing was, it was like I was inside my mouth looking out past my teeth. <laughs> and I was watching this movie. I'm like, that's where I got that vision <laughs> from, dude. Right. I'm like, holy smoke. Just that big tongue. You know, <laughs> <laughs> like, dude. dude, and then when he was spraying, say, ah, all I could think of was how sensitive you know, like cold water in your teeth. I'm like, oh, I do hate the dentist. Then you got John Candy makes an appearance. He's so weird. Oh, he's like, he's like, oh, what you get in here, ma'am? <laughs> Put your clothes back on. He's <laughs> like, huh? What? Red like, what did I do? He's so weird. He's hilarious, dude. Bit rolls. Small. Featuring John Candy. Featuring, um, dude. It's Jim crazy. Belushi has a small role. Tiny role at the very Real end. Real small. Um, right before the big, the big conclusion of the he, film. Yeah, he's trying to put the plant in every home in America. Right. I mean, the movie's very simple. Little Shop of Horrors is simply a musical about a plant simply that eats people. Um, it's, all, it's a movie about a plant that eats people. The, the plant doesn't, uh, doesn't drink water, doesn't eat plant food. It's, you it realize the, the plant literally falls over like it's going to die. And he's like, you got to take care of this. This plant, because it was like the um, the flower store was going to close down until Rick Moranis put this plant out in the window that everybody started coming. <clears throat> Rick Moranis finds out that the plant eats blood, and that's the only thing that's going to keep the plant alive. It's got this and taste. And poor Rick Moranis has, like, you see tape around his fingers. Yeah, he's, like, uh, turning, like, pale as a mug. Like, it's so, was it you or me? That's me. Oh, you dog. Sorry, dude. Take it off right now. <clears throat> dude, and, like, watching the plant, like... Licking his chops for blood. It's so dark, dude. Big time. And then, it, and then it, like, it busts out of that can. Like, it just starts it's, growing. It's You're like, so awesome, dude. Cow. Now, it's a dark movie, dude. It's A lot of musicals are that way, that, that weird dark humor. But let's go, go in the soundtrack a little bit. What are some of your standout songs that you really enjoy in this movie? The Skid Row is amazing. Rick oh, Skid Row. When he's just like... Gotta get out of here. Yeah, oh, the build-up. All the streetwalkers are singing and dancing. It's the set for Skid Row song. That whole sequence is genius, dude. That is the song. When I used to think about Flint, I always thought about that scene. Well, when I watched that scene, I used to think about Flint. Dude, I, I used to think that's... Because we grew up in the ghetto. I wanted to get out of Flint and never come back. And that song was about that feeling. Tell me, get me out well, of here. The, the, that's the whole, the whole point of that song is get me out of Skid Row. Get me to the suburbs. Get me to the nice white picket fence. It's part of the theme of the movie. It's the theme of that movie. Um, that girl wants to be delivered. She wants, she wants, she wants the Donna Reed dream, dude. But she doesn't think she deserves it. She deserves a guy treated like crap, dude. It's crazy. Fill off the bike. <laughs> one, of my, cool. one of my favorite songs, dude. There's some good ones. I also love Suddenly Seymour. <gasps> oh, dude. Too bad. I hate the way she said Seymour. I'm like, <laughs> dang. <She's> like, <laughs> I, that song, Has I mean, she it's. she been on anything else? She was on Blazing Saddles. Never seen it. No, not Blazing Saddles. She was on not Blazing, the, the John Candy one. The John Candy um, Western movie. At Wagons East. 
Oh, that movie wagons. was gross. I think that was her on that. Was Matthew, no, Matthew Perry in that one? That was the Chris, the Chris uh, Farley one. Oh, what? Wagons East. Isn't that John Candy, Wagons East? Or is Wagons East the Chris Farley one? There's a Western with John Candy. Dude, we should have done our homework, dog. Right, what are you going to do? Um... But uh, I love Suddenly Seymour because that's in my mind. We'll get to the, that. that, that it, in my head, it's a lot of what I believe romance should be. But I also love Mean Green Mother from Outer Space, dude. Yeah. That is a jam. Like, I literally ran a, a marathon this last um, summer. My first marathon, or marathon, marathon, whatever. I it ran was a, to me. <laughs> I ran a 5K. And I set up my iPod so it would, I would go over the finish line with Mean Green Mother from Outer Space. Are you serious? Because the song pumps me up so much. I'm like, it, was like, I'm like, it is a great build up. Like, oh, it's a great build up. <laughs> yeah, you're right. And he's, such a, he's such a jerk to the plan is, dude. He's just mocking Rick Moranis, oh, dude. Yeah, dude. Gonna bust your balls. Dude, too bad the plant's <laughs> voice is amazing. That guy can tear it up, dude. <laughs> dude. And that's just one of the four times, dude. And then um, also that song, um, Plant, he looks, uh, Feed Me. Is it Feed Me, Feed Me, Sweet Food All Night Long? Yeah, slow build. Yeah, like a, Feed Me, yeah. more. And yeah. he just builds, Grow up big and strong. Oh, and dude, it's the like, soundtrack. Dude, Rick I don't know. He just doesn't know what to do. But then he sees Martin beating on his girl, dude. And the song Picks oh, up. is that the one that goes into the um, You Need Blood and he's got more than enough? Yeah, dude. Oh, my goodness, yeah. Well, that's the thing. These, these songs are the best builds ever, Man, dude. the drums are just going. Yeah, the plant pot. Yeah, like, doom, 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 like, like the like, bass drum, dude. Because <laughs> he's, he's so, like, like ready to kill. He's just oh, pop, dude. I totally forgot where that movie goes, dude. Holy smokes. What do I ever do to you? <laughs> <laughs> like Steve it. Martin, dude. <laughs> oh, well, the girl. What, say? <laughs> what girl? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so, Steve Martin. He has a great face for comedy. Oh, one of my all-time Have favorite. You've seen Parenthood, dude. dude he's oh so my funny, gosh! Dude. One of my all-time favorite Steve Martin faces is playing trains and automobiles <gasps> when the, the car, car backs goes, into the hotel room. Goes into the hotel and his face oh, and voice oh, is one of my favorite all-time express- expressions. It dude. ranks up there with Doc on Back to the Future with the with the car. Yes, it's it. right up there with that dude. level of hilarity, dude. Oh. I can't even do. He's just like. Oh. Like, yeah, oh yeah, it's just pure <laughs> defeat. Like holy crap, Martin is so funny, dude. Too bad. Planes, trains is another one that takes a dark turn. And you're like, dude, holy god, that movie could be rated PG except for one scene, the car scene when he goes after that girl, f bombing her. Oh my goodness. Nowhere else in the movie. Do you have a receipt? I threw it away. You're f. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> She's got him. She's got Too his bad, That's the secretary from Stinking Ferris, Ferris Bueller. Bueller dude. Pull the fe- that's not her hair. Oh, dude. What a pinhead. <laughs> now, great music, great cast. Let's go ahead and do the greatness of Rick Moranis. Before I go into Rick Moranis, Rick Moranis has been gone for 20 years out of movies. Do you know why? Is he the one whose wife? Yes. Okay, I was confusing him and Martin Short. Right. His wife died of breast cancer like 20 years ago. And he played mom and dad. He left the movie world to raise his children. What a, he what does, a G, he dude. He does small voice work here and there, but he's, he didn't retire, he just stepped back because he needed to be at home. And he's a very private man. He did an interview with a magazine recently, 
wouldn't even tell the magazine his kids' names. He wants to keep their lives from being in the Hollywood light because he doesn't want them to have that rich life like he had. He loves because he didn't want uh, them poor kids to be tied to Honey, I Blew Up the Kid. (laughs) (laughs) Honey, we shrunk ourselves. Was he even in the third one? I hope not, dude. I, I know that he... one kid that needs a haircut was, dude. But, uh, Rick Moranis, does he have three great films? That's, that's the top one. I don't one. know, man. I'm saying Little Shop is a great film. Little Shop's amazing. Okay, it's one. I'm saying My Blue Heaven, number two. <gasps> oh, my goodness. I Dude, talk about uh, him and Steve Martin working together again. I know. I can't believe it. I forgot. My Blue Heaven is a... <coughs> have we done that? No. Oh, we will. My Blue Heaven is one of my favorite comedies of all time. It is supremely watchable. You might melt all this stuff. (laughs) (laughs) That movie's incredible. He's uh, dating Joan Allen. Don't make me hug my mom like this. (laughs) Steve Martin, he plays a complete, what do you call it, con man so well. He's like... Jumping cars came real handy when I had to jump start cars in the military to save those nuns. And he's just like, he's amazing. (laughs) Too bad. I have way more than three great movies for Rick Moranis. I got one, another one I know. But Ghostbusters. Nobody will think they're great like I do. Ghostbusters, heck yes. We were so sad he was in the remake because we loved, like, you loved his character. What was his character's name in Ghostbusters? Um. Dang it. He becomes a dog in the first one, and he's this he's the lawyer in the second one. He's like, and when I we we're on the same team. <laughs> what is his name in the he goes, It's cool he statements. He's like, and when I became a dog, they helped me get better. Uh, the defense the, the prosecution, the defense rests. <laughs> He's a terrible lawyer, dude. Lewis Tully. Lou, dude, Lewis, dude. He, he's so funny. Lewis, he's so... Remember he gets on the bus with Slimer in part two? He's like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, nobody is going to know this movie. We love it. Everybody's going to hate it. Little Giants? No, everybody loves Little Giants. Okay. Are you kidding me? Him and oh, Ed O'Neill? It was great. That movie's amazing, dude. Ice chest. <laughs> what a dog. Strange brew, dude. Oh my goodness. Strange brew! That movie is amazing, dude. Okay, you always bossing me around. <laughs> dude, <laughs> I. I count on one hand when I watched a movie and it made me laugh so much I cried and couldn't recover. Once was Strange Brew, dude. I couldn't even handle it. We I, watched the first half at Grandma's and then we had to go home. And find it. We didn't know oh, where to find it. We didn't know that. But man, Strange Brew is funny. Dude, I'll tell you another one that's awesome. I'll give an honorable mention for this one. Um, I just had it. What the heck? Well, he was in L.A. Story. That was pretty good. Um, Club Paradise was awesome. He was in Club Paradise, yep. What was the one I just... Oh, Spaceballs, dude. He's Dark Helmet, bro. Oh, my goodness. Dark Helmet's a great and role, so funny. dude. Remember when they're watching themselves on the tape? They rented the tape. <laughs> they're looking back at the camera. It's, it's crazy. Oh, dude. He does have great ones. If you're a fan of 80s, 90s comedy, he's got plenty of them. I mean, we, we just... We, we, Louis of Bahars. We'll throw in My Blue Heaven, and we'll Strange throw in Brew. Strange Brew. And there's three great films right three there. great comedies. Three dude. movies that I can't wait to talk to my kids someday. Dude, I'll tell you what. If you want to hear funny around Christmas time, listen to The 12 Days of Christmas with Bob and Doug McKenzie from Strange Brew, dude. dude and a so- beer. <laughs> like, it's so <laughs> fun. It's the first day of Christmas. 
a beer. <laughs> like, he does like 10 beers. It's so funny, dude. Dude, uh, Moranis, I've, I've loved him. I, I, and Honey, I Shot the Kids. Honey, I Shot the Kids. That movie was huge. And it was, it, if you... All these we movies. We watched it in the driving, didn't yeah, we? Yes, we did. And that movie was, I mean, the ant was so, and the bumblebee, and remember the ant got killed? We the were so. Scorpion, dude. So, there's a scorpion in someone's backyard. Yes, there is in California. Was that in California? Yes. Okay. That's what I thought, too. I'm like, yeah, right. There's going to be a scorpion back there. In Cali? Heck yes, there okay. is. Okay. Uh, too I bad, correct Auntie, dude. I'm like, dang, dude. dude. What is that other, what is that blonde kid on? I just, oh, he's the kid on Big. He's the best it friend on Big, on dude. Big. Dude, the 80s, it just all connects. Dude, I'm telling you, dude. It's like uh, Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon, dude. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> but uh, have we done anything with Kevin Bacon yet? No, we haven't. Man, the places this podcast is going to go. Dude, dude stay we, tuned. It's going to get bigger and better, dude. Dude, oh, oh, we got some stuff right now. So let's go ahead and go into it right now. So before I, I stop, anything else you want to say about the movie before we kind of go into the um, our reviews? About what, Little Shop? Yeah. We're going to say more in the Razor from the right part. We're going to say more there. Um... We'll deal with it there. We'll, we'll, okay, we'll, yeah, okay, we'll so. just keep... Okay. So, first of all, if you're an Android user, tablet or phone, get the Stitcher app and listen to us there and send reviews on Stitcher to help our podcast get in front of people. If you're an uh, iOS user, Mac, iPhone, iPad, we ask you to, to use the... Um, the iTunes podcast store and leave a review. Every review you leave helps get our, our podcast in front of more people. If someone searches movies, we want our podcast to be in their face so they can see that we're here, that we're hilarious. I think we do a good product for you guys and you listen and enjoy life. So we ask no money. We ask nothing of you guys. We have no sponsors, no commercials. Just please leave us a stinking review. One thing that I love about what we do is I am a truck driver myself, so I, I know um, how important... And, and you know I got you know friends like Ray, guys other than machinists and stuff too. But um, as far as jobs that are like monotonous, this is perfect, dude. Every week, you know I got boys out there driving trucks. You know, like you know, shout out to Zach Davis and Brett again. Um, all my buddies are out there that are, are digging our stuff. Ball in the jack, dude. Just drive it everywhere. I mean, dude, I mean, hardworking guys out there that you just need something to break up the day. That's another. I mean, we do this for all the hardworking people out there. Legit. Um, and we new fans every week that I'm loving, dude. Oh, dude, it's great. My boy Nate Cash out there pimping our, our product for us. And we got a new review <laughs> uh, coming in just, just two days, a couple days ago. This is from a guy named uh, Rocky Sky. I don't know who this guy is. He says, Antonio and Ernesto are brothers who genuinely love each other. We do, dude. Oh, man. Oh, Mama. I <laughs> love movies. Each podcast is filled with hilarious movie references that are often not even related to the movie review, which is true. Dude. <laughs> Each and every episode is a riot. Do you have a favor and listen in? My only complaint is not being able to see it recorded live. Now listen. We're, we, okay. Um, listen, right now, we pay out of pocket for every podcast. We buy the music for the intro and outro. And we're about to get um, gear for you guys to wear. We're, so we're, that's going to come out of our pocket, too. Yeah, so we're, we're talking stickers, we're doing T-shirts, stuff just hats. To, 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 this all out of pocket. And, and going to live, to live audio or to live video is a big expense for us. We have some ideas for maybe September this year to really try to open up and do some more things for the for the for the community. But we'll kind of grow together and see what happens. You know, like we'd love to do events. We'd love to do movie like. So we'll get there, guys. Screenings, um, like I mean, oh. it's it's gonna be. We're gonna do some awesome. We have to things. host like classic '80s cinema dude, could movies. Could you imagine if we could get the? Uh, I was, already have a venue, dude. What was the theater we used to meet in? The Flint Youth Theater. Can you imagine if we rented out the youth theater, showed some of the big screen, and set up in the middle, and everybody was in the round watching us? Oh my gosh, that'd be, that'd be sick, dude. Awesome. Take questions. 
Well, our smart-ass friends. <laughs> That'd be awesome, dude. Now, um, so Rocky Sky, listen. I want you to go ahead and message us on Facebook Messenger or Twitter message. And you go to Red Rum. You know, just go to Red Rum, at Red Rum Theater at Twitter. Or go to Facebook.com slash Red Rum, Red Rum Theater at, um, at Facebook. And uh, give us your address on those one of those two realities. And we'll send you some free swag directly. So if you leave a five-star review and we read it on, on, on air, we send you free stuff. And I tell you this. I pledge to our listeners I will order our bumper stickers this week. Dang, Gina! I'm going to work on it tomorrow, dude. Sweet. So uh, we're getting it out there. So get your stuff on there. We'll hook you up. Read live. It'll be sweet. Now, how do those type of horrors raise us wrong and raise us right? First of all, raise us right, being a sweet guy. Sweethearts. Rick Moranis... <clears throat> Like he's a nerd, but I loved him in this. What's that? What's that word that um that died, um when you like hold the door for girls and stuff? Gentlemen? No. Um, chivalry. Chivalrous? Chivalry. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like the whole chivalry thing, dude. Like we're, I'm, 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 we might be like in many sense of the word, we might we might be cavemen, but we are chivalrous as a mug, dude. Like literally, I mean, I don't know how to say it. Like that song suddenly Seymour. That song, it means so much to me. It literally is my idea of how to be a good man to a woman. That song, like, she's like never um, condescends. Like, just how he's good to her and sweet to her and respects her. And, man, he tells her straight up, I don't care what you've done in the past. That don't matter now. Dang, he's a good dude. Good dude. Little, little tiny dude. Crazy. <laughs> you listen to, uh, there's, a, there's a thing on, on YouTube, and I'll, post, I'll put a post to it in our, in our, our, our Facebook page, that there was this um, music group, and they did a history of wooing women and a history of wooing men in music. So they did it all from like the 40s to now, just songs like guys singing about how they like, love girls. And in the beginning, it was all like doo-wop and sweet. Oh, I, I want to hold stuff. your hand. And it goes through time. You get to 70s, 80s, 90s. We get to 1000s. It's like, 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 don't be, you know, like, like it's, it, they're wrapping it out. And I'm like, I ain't effing with you. They, they do that song. You're just being stupid, dude. And I'm like, man, my, I'm definitely the old school guy. Yeah. Sure. I, I like the romantic pursuit. I like being sweet. I, I don't want to be a doing things just because, not because it's a holiday or something. It, dude, I when I was dating my wife, I would stinking, I'd work uh, double shift. I work um, all those. I work stinking overnight um, at Kmart. Overnight at Kmart, get in my van. I drive an hour and a half north. You're crazy, dog. And one time she was six, I just drove up there, brought her a brand new soundtrack, Life is Beautiful soundtrack, and I bought her some Diet Coke and some chocolate. I show up, gave it to her, stick in her room, and just left. I drove an hour and a half back home. What a stud. Because I just, you just want to be sweet to your girl, you man. You know what? That whole drive, and you're tired as monk, she's thinking about you the whole time, and it's worth doing it, dude. Dang straight, Shoot. dude. Suddenly Seymour. And that's good because. Dude, I might be buying this on iTunes. It's, I already bought it. I Dang. love it, dude. It's, I've owned this one for a while. I'll be I, listening to a uh, little shop of horror soundtrack and say anything all day on the <laughs> truck, dude. Dang. But uh, um, I think it helped us be wanting to be a sweet man and a good man. But it also that had a, a bad effect because raised us wrong. This movie put it into us something that isn't very healthy. No, and I have made this mistake. It's the Superman complex. Dude, it's the I want to be yours because you need me so bad. I want to save you from your awful life. Because pity is not a good basis of relationship. It's not. Well, the problem is is you you start 
making up things in your head of the potential that she has. Right. If I save her, she's going to be so dope. But the only dope is what I'm going to smoke because life sucks so bad, dude. <laughs> <laughs> dude, I, I have had this where a girl is so sad and her life's so bad. You want to just go in and be Superman. You want to go in. The thing is, you can't be her everything. And, and dude, especially when, when they're white girl crazy, dude. Dang. I can name a few that your friends would do that I started talking to. I'm like, dang. <laughs> Shoot. But I had a friend once pull me aside and say, listen, I said, what are you doing? I'm like, well, I'm doing this girl. He goes, why? I, I, I have no good reasons. None. And they're like, dude, you're trying. Because to- I hate to see her go, but I love to watch her leave, dude. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> but it was in there. But I realized I don't want to have to save a girl. I want to walk equal with a woman. Yeah. I don't want. You know what? And, and, and this sounds bad, but get my um, the meaning. I don't want. I kind of want us to be able to save each other when we need to. Yes! You know what? It can't be... I, I can't be doing all the work. It's crazy. And when you show up and a girl is that bad off where you feel like you need to rescue her, you're going to work overtime just to keep your head afloat. Dude, I'm, 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 I can't believe I agree with you so much on Dang, this. Dang, Gina, dude. It's like, first time for everything. Uh, <laughs> you see, I'm saying the crazy stuff. You're saying it today, you dude. Say, I feel like next week I'm going to have to bring a glass of Buffalo Trace, dude, because I can't <laughs> believe you, dude. We're agreeing, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but... It was hard to overcome this because it's still in there. Like, uh, I mean, dude, she, this movie, she is the definition of damsel in distress, dude. I mean, homeboy chops Steve Martin's body up and feeds him <laughs> and wraps him in newspaper and feeds him to the plant. Dude. And Mr. Mustick sees the whole thing. Yeah, he does. And he's going he's gonna to let him off the hook as long as he just gives him the plant, dude. That, dude, that plant what an insane wipes that scene, fool dude. out, dude. Holy smokes, dude. That oh. scene, Rick Moranis changed his face. His demeanor, he re- for her, changed completely. The plant was like the devil. Oh, the plant was talking on, like, yeah. like, come on, people deserve, some people deserve to die. Yeah, and yeah, as he's and, looking out the window, yep. yeah. Dang, dude, do, and he's screaming at her, do, beating her down, dude. What would he say? Stupid woman fell off my bike. Dude, he is a <laughs> dude. He's a dog. And then you got Gina from Martin and her two friends singing, and she's like, "What's wrong with you, girl? Dude, you can't find no better." They man. were so good. They man. were amazing, dude. Dude, we're watching it and um, watch it. So the three singers are singing, and Lena's like, "I like that one." I'm like, "Why?" She's like, "She got the prettiest eyes." I was like, "Who, Gina?" Yeah. Did you say, "Dang, Gina"? Tessa <laughs> 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 Campbell and that other girl. Um, which one? It's crazy. Trisha Campbell, one of the singers, she's on a show in the '90s called Martin. They both were, but one girl's a main girl. Yeah, but the other one was in it a ton. She did Tommy. She was, or not Tommy, the other one. She was Martin's girlfriend, or girlfriend, right in the show. Yeah, they got. And her name was Gina. And Martin's go-to line was "Dang Gina." It was "Damn Gina," but I try to keep PG. Dang Gina. That's where Tony got it from. Yeah, it's Dang Gina's from Martin. Um, from the 90s. Like, dude, no one knows dude, that. It, well, the crazy thing is, this movie, it's introducing Tisha Campbell. It was her first thing she ever And she's going to go off and do Martin 10 years yeah, later, dude, or you four know, years dude, later. Uh, okay, this is a shameless plug. Well, not shameless plug, but there's a Facebook video that I watched, and it's Tisha Campbell with her son in the what? car. <gasps> and she's like... 
He found out that I was Gina in this uh, in this show, and the little kids in the backseat like Gina, Gina, dang Gina, and she's like so annoyed. It's her kid, dude. Oh, that's awesome. I'm gonna have to marry a girl named Gina, dude. <laughs> you gotta put that link in the Facebook. Dude, I tell you what, that me saying that is so popular. Our boys over there, at not your pastors podcast, have a, a, a audio clip of my voice saying dang Gina. They just drop, drop it, and it's hilarious when they do that, dude. But uh, so. This movie, we want to be a sweet guy, but it raises us strong because it made us want to be supermen when reality should find someone that's are equal. You that have we to can be equally yoked. Straight up, like, like sh- equal in strength. So that it's not just one carrying the one time all the whole time. And it's you know true what? for women, too. I know some women will marry, what they call it, pity cases. Some women will go to men because they want to fix them. You see that with women, too, all well, the time. Yeah, but, you know, I got bad news for you, ladies, if you think you're going to get together with somebody like me and... Oh, he's he's gonna be this and that. I'm 35, baby. I'm me, I'm me, dude. <laughs> I was talking to an older girl. She's getting married, and and she's never lived with a guy before. So getting married, and she's 28. They're getting married. Older and, girl. Oh, she's older girl. 28. That's young as a mother. Well, she like never lived with anybody. I can't even remember 28, dude. She. <laughs> and she's afraid because when they get because like, think about you. You ever have ever got married and a girl moved into your place? You're you're setting your ways, Tony. You're setting your way. Your house is your house, dude. You sure. like, and to have someone come and change your stuff is gonna I, be. I can't even do it seriously. The uh, last <laughs> week when we were talking about Jr. You having Jr. coming over because you're like, well, I'm living with this girl. I don't know what to do. <laughs> <We're>, <laughs> she's here all the time. <laughs> I, that scared the crap out of me, dude. He changes your life, Dang, man. dude. Just like uh, on Raising Arizona, things change. <laughs> Dang, you scared me again, G. <laughs> so I guess I'm, uh, I'm, uh, I'm not gonna make that copy of my key, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, <laughs> we'd love to see you on social media. Follow us on Twitter at Red Room Theater or check us out on Facebook at facebook.com slash Red Room Theater. Now, next week at Red Room Theater, we are watching a very special movie. It's, oh, it's, it's St. Patty's Day is coming up. And oh, yeah, they have the Green River in this one. It's the Green Chicago, River. Yeah. Yep. Um, this movie takes place in Chicago, a city I love. We'll talk about that next love week. Love Chicago, dude. Um, what movie we watch next week, brother? The Fugitive. Harrison 1994. Dude. Harrison Ford. What a good blockbuster movie. It was huge, dude. Gigantic. It was a huge movie. It was so big that they made a whack sequel with Wesley Snipes, dude. Oh. <laughs> That's a terrible It was whack. Remember the same cops. Downey was the bad guy. Oh, yeah. That movie was whack. That should have been straight to DVD, son. <sighs> dude. Um, we're watching that next week, so go out and rent it. Get $5 bin at Walmart. Get or ready for next week. on iTunes, dude. What? $4 on iTunes. There you go. Rent it up, dude. So, uh, as always, I'm Ernesto. And I'm Antonio. And we'll see you next week at the Red Room Theater. So I live That's your home address You live When your life's a mess You live Where depression's just status quo Show me a way to get out of here Cause I constantly pray I'll get out of here Please won't somebody say I'll get out of here Someone give me my shot or I'll rot here
I know she's got creepy red lips, blonde hair, blue eyes, and I'm about to bid my heart goodbye.